Hi, I'm Aiden. And I'm Don Carlo. And you're listening to Binge Watchers. Where we talk about everything TV. Everything? Everything. Tune in as we discuss a new show every episode. And we'll decide if it's binge watchable. This is Binge Watchers. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Binge Watchers for our first episode of Season 2. Season 2, we made it. We got renewed. <laughs> we did. We got renewed for a Season 2. We it, were not it feels, canceled. Like yeah, a bunch we're not of other canceled. Shows. We are back, and we're better than ever. Me and DQ have really been looking forward to this. We're really excited to talk to you about all the shows we've been watching. We have wa- I've watched a lot of television over the, yes. uh, the past few months. I have watched a lot of television, too, this past like winter break which we needed it was a busy time last semester oh yeah but now we are back better than ever we have bigger things planned this this year hopefully so i'm excited how about you i am very excited we <laughs> me and dq have been watching a lot of television i've uh he's given me a list of, te- of television shows to watch i've given him a list I've watched yes. a bunch of shows. If you remember in our season one, our last episode, we talked about our most anticipated shows, and we're going to do a few best episodes shows. on those. Yes, yeah, best shows of 2020. Mm-hmm. Best shows of 2020. This time, however, we are going to talk about our best, our most anticipated shows of 2021. It's yeah. very, very exciting. Um, wait, before we get into that, what have you been watching over the break, Aiden? Uh, the shows recently, just recently, recently, my family yeah. re-binged watched Game of Thrones for the, oh my over gosh. the break. Yeah. I don't know how you can do that. <laughs> it's such a good show. We were like, oh, what would we do? We were like, oh, we'll just watch. I picked like one of the better episodes that I at least one of my favorite Game of Thrones episodes. And mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, it's so good. Oh, maybe I should just go back to the beginning. It won't take me that long to just watch a few episodes. And then a week later, I binge watched the whole series again, all eight seasons. It's just, it's so complicated. Like I started it. It's just very complicated to me. Like there's so many characters and so many plots going on. I can't, I don't know how I can handle that. You have to watch it. Just start from the beginning. It will ever, you'll understand everything. I promise you, TQ, it is one of the best television shows you've ever watched. Except for the okay. last two seasons. But when we do an episode <laughs> on it... Except for the last two seasons. Yeah, when we do an I'm episode on it, we'll talk about why I didn't like season I am seven, in the middle of season two, and I'm already, like, confused. As oh, fuck, that's one of the so. best seasons, DQ! You have... I know, yeah. Please, please keep watching it. Please keep watching it, DQ. I will, I will keep watching it. I will keep watching it, don't okay, worry. Okay, perfect. Um... What, uh, what other shows have you been watching, DQ? Um, two seasons... <laughs> so embarrassing. Two seasons of Drag Race have premiered <laughs> at the same time in January, and I've been loving it. I've been loving my life. RuPaul really treated the gays this year, so... <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. If that, you know, you know. <laughs> you know what? I think RuPaul's Drag Race is definitely a show we have to do an episode on. I, I think so, too. It's so good, Aiden. Even if you, you don't have to be part of the community in any way, shape, or form to enjoy Drag Race because I know a lot of people that aren't and they love the show. Like, you know it, what? I so good. I've me we watched a, me and my family have watched a little preview of it last night. We were going through Netflix and really? Miley Cyrus was one of the judges. It was funny. It was yeah, it was funny. It was funny? Yeah. yeah, I'll give oh, it a Miley watch. You've Cy- given me a list of the best yeah. seasons to watch and I promise yeah. you I'll go and I'll go oh, and watch it. And if you do uh, that episode's going to be like an hour long or like 2 hours long because, like, <laughs> 2 hours long episode on RuPaul's <laughs> Drag Race. I oh, can't man. stop talking about that. It's my favorite reality show. So. Okay, then I'll make it I'll make 
a pledge to go and watch the your the list of seasons you've given me for RuPaul's. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've also been watching the second season of Dickinson, and I know you have started the first season of Dickinson. I have. I have, yes. DQ. It is quite a good show. It quite is Quite so a good, good show. Yeah. So I, unique. Yeah, absolutely. It's very, very good. Um, I've, I'm about five episodes into season one, and, mm-hmm. oh, it's just really, it's really, it's a really I think it show. just gets better, to be honest. Yeah, it's oh yeah, really, it gets better really and better. I will yeah. say, surprise cameo from Wiz Khalifa. Wiz I was, Khalifa. Yeah, I was watching it with my family, and, and he, she goes into the carriage to go meet Death. And, death, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and it, there's Wiz Khalifa just sitting right there. Because if like, you don't know, the show Dickinson is about, uh, it's like a reimagining of the life of a famous poet Emily Dickinson, which, fun fact, Aiden had no idea about. Yeah, I know. I'm going to feel a little embarrassed. is an uh, English professor. I know. I'm a little, I'm a little, uh, yeah, I'm a little ashamed yeah. of fact that I do not, yeah. I do not know who Emily Dickinson is. I guarantee you, I probably read some of her poetry in my dad's English class, um, but, uh, <laughs> I, I just couldn't remember. <laughs> you read her poetry. I, I didn't even read her poetry before before uh, watching the show, yet I still knew about Emily Dickinson. Okay, Aiden. I get okay. it, DQ. It's I'm okay. an uncultured swine. <laughs> I have to keep rubbing it in my face. It's okay. I made you cultured, so don't you, worry. You have. You've made me a very cultured person, and I very much <laughs> appreciate that. <gasps> All right. I think that is enough. Uh, I think we shall start talking about our most anticipated shows of 2021. Nice. Um, keep in mind, this is all. Uh, take this. Take all these like shows that we w- that we're anticipating coming out this year with a grain of salt, because due to COVID nineteen, um, lots of shows productions have been delayed. So yeah. uh, we don't know if these are coming out. Hopefully, they are. A lot of these don't have set release dates because it's so unpredictable. So, mm-hmm. but these are what we assume are going to come out this year. So we're just hoping. Let's hope Miss Rona does not <laughs> destroy <laughs> our lives again more than it already has by yeah. postponing these shows. So. Here's hoping. Here's hoping, DQ. Aiden, what is your first pick? My most fir- anticipated show. My first show for my most anticipated show of 2021 is absolutely season three of The Boys. Yeah. We are going to do an episode on that show. The yes. Boys right now is absolutely my favorite television show. It's it's awesome. It's just fantastic, and I'm so uh-huh. looking forward to season three and where they go with it. I've heard it's comments hard because from, you can't talk about it because of spoilers, right? Like yeah, I know I can't. Excited for. I really want to talk about the boys, but mm. yeah, just oh, season three is coming out this year, and I'm so so excited. Like it's gonna be so awesome. Seasons one and two are like some of the best television I've mm-hmm. ever watched. It's like it's up there with Breaking Bad for me. And wow. I'm, just, I'm really excited to see what the, the crew, the cast and crew do with uh, season three and what kind of directions they take the story. So yeah, that's my num- that's my number one most anticipated show for uh, 2021. What about, what's your number one anticipated show, DQ? Um, I actually don't have like a number one per se. I just have like a bunch of shows that I'm looking forward to. A lot of my shows that I'm looking forward to are actually new. So whereas Aiden's is like older shows where he's anticipating the next seasons, a lot of mine are new. So I don't know any, I don't know much about these shows, but my number one anticipated show of 2021, or the one I'm looking forward to a lot, is called The Underground Railroad. I know you haven't heard of that, Aiden. I know, not uncultured Aiden, not hearing about these shows. Okay, bear with me here. So do you know the movie Moonlight that famously won the Oscar back in 2017-ish? Yeah. Around that time. I remember that. 
the director is one of my favorite directors of all time, and he has created, yeah, that, that movie, Moonlight, is one of my top 10 favorite movies of all time. I love that movie, which you and everyone else needs to watch if you haven't mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. Um, and he's come out with uh, one other movie since then called If Beale Street Could Talk, which is another, like, amazing movie. And his movies are all about, like, black culture and identity and love and relationships, and it's just, oh, so good. And the Underground Railroad. Do you know? You know? Do you know the story of the Underground Railroad? I do not. I've had, this is actually the first time I've ever heard of the movie. Really? No. I meant. How about like the real life story of the no, Underground? No, I didn't. I didn't even know it was based on a true story. Really? The Underground Railroad is is about uh, African American slaves. You know how they escaped, or like they had to use like alternative methods to escape, like their. Uh, slave owners and stuff like that. So they had like this network in called the Underground Railroad where it's like secret tunnels and passages so, so that they can escape certain states or or into certain free states or into Canada to be free. Oh, I wow. hope I'm saying that right. You never heard of it? It's like a famous I, story. I probably have heard of it, but it's just yeah. it's slipping my mind right now. Yeah, secret routes and safe houses established in the U.S. or in Canada, uh, which African-American slaves escaped into. And that's basically what the story's about. They made it into a book, which was one of the most acclaimed books of like 2017, 2018-ish. And Barry Jenkins is the director, and he picked it up and is doing a miniseries that's going to premiere in, on Amazon Prime this year. Wow. So it's just... Like he has made nothing but be- what but amazing movies, and hmm. although this is his first time in television, I'm so so excited because like there's like previews and clips that are on YouTube on the Underground Railroad, and it's just like he has a distinct visual style that's so good. Uh, there, he has this distinct like directorial style that's so like hypnotic and so like gorgeous and beautiful. So like I'm just I'm excited like wow I'm, yeah I, I'm very excited and we need more black stories on screen so mm-hmm. and it's perfect oh my god because this month is Black History Month yeah so we love it we love repping repping um, these directors these talented directors of color so yeah well you know I'll definitely have to give that show a watch when it comes out yeah hopefully it comes out this year please let's hope so yeah let's hope. <laughs> All right, how about you? What is your number two show that you're most anticipating? My number two show, or, or a collection of shows, it's the Marvel television shows are my oh, number two. Yes. Yeah. Uh, right now, WandaVision is coming out, and I think we're going to do an episode on we that as well. We are going to do an episode on that. That is going to be amazing. It is. Yeah. I have been watching it every week, every Friday. I am watching WandaVision, and it's just it's it's just blowing me away each episode. It's so good, so nostalgia-driven. Um, yeah, so it just, it's just such an awesome show. Especially for Marvel, it's so unique because, like, if you haven't heard, WandaVision takes, like, a different route where it's set in, like, this old 1950s, father-knows-best-leave-it-to-beaver type of comedy sitcom yeah. format. And it's just really weird because, like, you never I would never think that Marvel would do something this bold. But, like, I'm only two episodes in, unfortunately, but I heard that there's so many twists and turns that I'm sure there's a lot going on in the story that we don't know about yet. Yeah. That even you um, don't know about yet. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's getting, it's, if you've been keeping up with the show on episode six, it's getting, it's getting pretty, uh, it's getting pretty intense. It's a very unsettling show. Like there's always mm-hmm. stuff in the episode that, uh, 
that makes you think, like rethink what's actually happening in the show. It's mm-hmm. really good. Another show that I'm looking forward to is absolutely the Falcon and the Winter Soldier show coming out. Yes, that's coming up next after yeah. WandaVision, I think. Yeah, yeah it's coming out sometime, I believe, in March. And yeah. uh, it just looks absolutely fantastic. I'm a huge Marvel fan. I love all mm-hmm. the movies. Uh, and I'm just really looking forward to how One Division turns out and what's going to happen in Falcon and the Winter And there's Soldier. more. There's a lot more coming out. Disney last year, I think, announced on their Investor Day or whatever, or like bunch a day of stuff. where they just announced like a bunch of new content. Like Dis, if you don't have Disney Plus, unfortunately, this might be the time where you have to take out that credit card of yours and pay <laughs> for Disney Plus or find a way. Uh, to get Disney Plus for free or if you, if you have, like, a friend or a family member or something. That's what mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> Anyways. Um, because there's so much new content. They have, like, ten Marvel shows coming out. They have ten Star Wars shows coming out. I'm just yeah. like, wow. What? It's pretty awesome. They have money. They have money, definitely. They do. They do. I'm also looking forward to Loki. I love yeah, Loki. all in the I Loki show. That's Tom another show Hiddleston. I'm looking forward to. Yes, I need to see my man up on screen. Tom Hiddleston? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> love it. <laughs> yeah, love um, it. yeah. Shows I'm just absolutely excited for. Like they all look so good. Anyway, DQ, what's your next most anticipated show? Oh my gosh, my next most anticipated show is also like a book to movie adaptation, which hmm. uh, is also going to be very very obscure. But it's called Station Eleven, and Station Eleven is based on a book from 2011, I believe, 2014. Um, written by this author named Emily St. John Mandel, who is a Canadian. She's a Canadian author. And this was a best-selling novel that it's kind of fitting that it's coming out, if it's going to come out this year, because it is about a pandemic. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's about a pandemic uh, that basically wipes out a bunch, like, all of humanity, or not all, like, most of humanity. It's a post-apocalyptic, uh, gritty novel about this uh, well, it starts off about this actor, this Shakespearean actor who dies, and then a- hours later, uh, the world starts to crumble. And it follows this theater troupe uh, who perform different acts. Uh, it's really weird. Like, it, they perform different acts um, related to theater and related to Shakespeare for like the people that are left on this earth. And it's just like a story of like art and culture surviving throughout the pandemic, which if that's not accurate today, I don't know what is. Wow. Right? Isn't it crazy? That (laughs) sounds pretty crazy. That's another show I'll have to give a watch when it comes out. Yeah. And it is going to premiere on HBO Max. Oof. I hope um, for those that are living in Canada, most of our audience is in Canada, HBO Max, most of the shows that will be on that streaming platform uh, will be available on Crave, or hopefully will be available on Crave TV, because if you have Crave TV, there's an HBO add-on uh, that you can buy that has access to like HBO Max shows, because that's a new streaming service that Crave has partnered with. So hopefully we get to see it then. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, yeah, and it, it's just it was I read the book actually. That's why I wanted to watch the show because I read the book. The read the book is really really good, and. The show seems to be very, very accurate on like how art and imagination and love and relationships, how they thrive or survive during a pandemic, which hmm. <laughs> I know a thing or two about Aiden. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a really, really interesting show. So I'm excited. I'm very, very excited. Yeah. 
And the cast and crew looks amazing. So you have like Mackenzie Davis, who was from movies like Happiest Season and from the Black Mirror episode, San Junipero. Mm. Uh, she's really talented. Gail Garcia Bernal, who is a famous Mexican actor. Um, and it's also created, it's going to be filmed and cinematography by Hiro Murai, who, if you don't know, Hiro Murai was uh, one of the directors on Atlanta, who works with Donald Glover on the show Atlanta. Wow. And Atlanta is a really popular show, so. Holy smokes. This has a really great cast and crew, so I'm very, very excited. Sounds really, really interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And very accurate for this time, so like. Oh, yeah. I hope it comes out this year. (laughs) If it comes out this year. Yeah, here's hoping, right? Mm-hmm. What is your next show, Aiden? My next show is the season two of The Witcher. Yes! Oh, I've been meaning to watch The Witcher. That's that's another show we might do an episode on. Uh-huh. Um, I, I I have never played the... I know it's a video game. I've never yeah, played the video game. Um, I have game. the book, though. The first book that the, that the show is based on. It's called The Last Witch. Oh. Sorry, The Last Wish. And uh, I've heard really good things about it. I gotta get around to reading it though. I'm reading something else right now. Is it connected but, to the video games too? Are they all like connected? I don't know. I don't believe they're connected. I believe actually the show is an adaptation of the book. I believe oh. both the video game and the TV show are actually just adapting the book. But they're, I've heard oh. they're pretty different, the video games and the book series. Or the video game and the TV series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean, he looks the same. I never played the games either, but the main character that Henry Cavill plays... He's pretty is recognizable. Pretty Geralt yeah, of yeah. Rivia. Yeah, he's a very recognizable, yeah, yeah. very distinct person. And I thought uh, I thought season one was pretty good. I thought it was a little confusing, but that's I've heard that's how it is in the book, that it, that t- it, it jumps around a little bit. It's confusing? Oh my god, if I can't handle Game of Thrones, <laughs> how can I handle The Witcher? Jesus. You know, a lot, there's a lot less characters that you need to worry. Actually, there's still quite a few characters, but it's not as much as Game of Thrones, I Yeah, because Game of Thrones has like 200 characters. Like, I don't know how you But there's, you have to remember them. They're all important, DQ. I know, they're, they're all important, all important. which is why it's annoying, because it's like, I don't remember. DQ, you know Game of Thrones was like one of the number one television shows when it's on. You have to watch it. I know it is. That doesn't mean I won't like it, though. <laughs> okay, all right. Anyway, back to The critical, Witcher. Um, the Witcher season one... While a little confusing, I thought was really, really cool. I really enjoyed it. I binge-watched it when it came out. Um, I think it was Netflix's number one stream show for a while. So that uh, so there's a demand for a season two. Yeah. Well, but, another uh, show has topped that, if you didn't know. Yeah, we I know. We're going to do an episode on it. It's going <laughs> to be what a I'm show talking we... about. Yes, we know. I'll, I'll talk about that in actually just mm-hmm. a second. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, The Witcher is just an absolutely... It's a, good, it's a really good show. And I'm really looking forward to season two and seeing where they, where they go with it. And if you mm-hmm. didn't know, the show that me and TQ were talking about was the show Bridgerton, which mm-hmm. is now Netflix's number one show. Now Netflix's number. <laughs> and, and everyone loves it. Everyone, except well, ex- me. Except for Aiden. Except me. Which we got in a very heated argument about that when we talked I about guess, it. I guess it's a because, hot take. I guess it's because, a hot take. Okay, you know what? You If you don't like Game of Thrones, then okay. Hot take there. There's so many people like Game of Thrones. That's true. I, that's true. I can't be the I, it's only not like, person. It's not like I didn't hate. It's not like I don't like Game of Thrones. I do like confused. Game of Thrones. Thrones. It's just I'm just confused, and I haven't finished it. You watch all of Bridgerton. I don't know how you did not like I it. I did you because know. we're going to do an episode on. We it. are going to do an episode. Yeah, on. it's going to be it, a fun episode. It is. It's going to be. It's going to be an episode. I believe me and Duke may disagree on. I yes. just wasn't the biggest fan of it. I would, that's all I'll say. I just wasn't a big fan of the show. That's a teaser for a later episode. Anyway, yes. DQ, what's your next most anticipated show? My next uh, most anticipated show, I guess, is the number three. Um, oh, wow. Speaking of um, Bridgerton, 
uh, Bridgerton is created by, this is important, Bridgerton is created by prolific showrunner giant Shonda Rhimes, who, if you don't know, created Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder. You don't know Shonda Rhimes, Aiden? I know <laughs> the shows you're talking about, but I do not know Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes is the biggest showrunner in the world. She's a very prolific showrunner, or not prolific, but she's like a giant. Like, she used to run ABC run Thursday nights, like Thursday nights it would just be her shows back to back. And my next anticipated show is another Netflix series that she's coming out with, uh, her next project after Bridgerton. It is called Inventing Anna. And I hope this, maybe you'll like this better, I don't know, it hasn't come out yet, but Inventing Anna is about this German, like, heiress or whatever, uh, this, this rich socialite named Anna Delvey. And it's actually based on a true story. So Anna Delvey, she's she's crazy. She tricked New York's elite. Like, you know how New York has, like, these bougie, like, gossip girl, like, rich people? Mm-hmm. So she duped, like, a bunch of them and, like, became friends with a bunch of them and, like, stole a bunch of money, became rich, started living a lavish lifestyle that's all stolen from these, from these people that she became friends with. I don't know how, but... She went to prison for it, and she caught the internet by storm. Uh, she was in the New York Magazine or something like that, where people, someone made a huge journalistic piece on it. And Shonda took that story of like this woman who like stole a bunch of money from like New York's elite, and like claimed it as her own and became rich off of that. Wow! And it's basically her story and. Uh, the main actress, you might know the main actress because it's Julia Gar- Julia Gardner. Wow, from really? Ozark. Yeah, from Ozark. Yeah. Holy smokes. That's awesome. And if you look online, they started filming back in October 2020 during the pandemic. And she, you can see her in her lavish outfits. And like, uh, there's a clip of her on YouTube, actually, of her acting while filming the show. And she is like amazing. Like she... I could tell that she it's going to be a performance to watch because she has the accent down, she has like the the acting chops to really pull this off. And it's Shonda Rhimes. Come on, everyone. I hope someone in the audience, I'm sure a lot of people in the audience know who Shonda Rhimes is. So like yeah, it's her next it's her next big show after cuz she has a deal with Netflix for 100 million dollars. It was one of the biggest. It was one of the biggest deals in his, in Netflix history. Her and Ryan Murphy, and uh, she has like twelve projects coming out, and this is only her second one after Bridgerton. And this one, she's actually writing uh, and creating, whereas Bridgerton, she just produced. But hmm. it's gonna be if Bridgerton is an indication of how big her shows are gonna be. I think Inventing Anna has the chops to be just as big. Hmm. Okay, that's another show I'll pay attention to. Yeah, coming out on Netflix hopefully this year. So yeah. Nice. What is your next show, Aiden? My next show is a show I think you and I both agree on. It's absolutely yes. fantastic. It is season three of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I think it's season four. Oh, season four. Season four yeah. of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It is one of my favorite shows um, me and my mom watch it all the time when it was on. We did on. an episode on it. We did. We did an episode yes. on Mrs. Maisel. It is a wonderful show. It's a marvelous show, pun intended. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's an absolute joy to watch. I'm really, really looking forward to season uh, four. Season three ends on a cliffhanger. Yes, um, that's all I'll say. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just, I'm really excited to see where they uh, go with the show. Because I, I, it's one of my favorite shows. It's become probably one of 
Yeah, no, it's definitely one of my favorite shows out there right now. Yeah, it's so visually delicious and fun to watch. Like, it just has that quick pace, quick funny pace to it. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Brosnahan and Alex Borstein playing Midge and Susie. Just, like, it's just iconic. And wow. Yeah, it's just, they're great. They're great. I'm, I, I want to see them on my screen again on Amazon Prime. Um, isn't it set to come out December 2021? I believe, like that? yeah, that's when it's uh, it's slated to come out. Yeah, so here's hoping, right? Here's hoping. Yeah, here's hoping, like, COVID, like, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't screw anything else up, and we get uh, season four of The Mrs. Maisel this yeah. year. But yeah, that's I'll, a show yeah. I'm really looking forward to. I keep updating myself on that show because I think the showrunner has had trouble recently because it's such a big cast and crew mm-hmm. that it's, like, hard to do that during the pandemic because... Even if you have, like, uh, the safety protocols, it's hard to do those shows yeah. with so many people. And yeah. Yeah, it's, I, I, that's completely understandable. Like, it's scary right now. Very but, scary. Uh, yeah, here's hoping it happens. Anyway, DQ, what is your next most anticipated show? Yes, my number four anticipated show is uh, it's called American Horror Stories. I've and heard of that show. Yeah, so the show that you've heard of is American Horror Story, which has been going on for... It's created by Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk. Ryan Murphy, just like Shonda Rhimes, is one of the biggest... uh, They're one of the top three or five biggest showrunners of all time. And he also has a deal with Netflix. But I think the show is still going to come out on uh, FX. But the show you heard of is American Horror Story, which has been going on for nine seasons. But American Horror Stories is a new anthology format. So like, you know how American Horror Story, it's like a different story every season? Yeah. In American Horror Stories, it's gonna be similar to Black Mirror, where it's gonna be a different story every episode. Do you get it? So instead of a story stretching out for a whole season, it's gonna be a story per episode. I guarantee you, someone is going to get confused by those titles and think that's a different show. Guarantee you, 10 bucks, that's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, 10 bucks. Oh, that's actually true. They are way too similar. American Horror Story and American Horror Stories. Hell, I just got it confused. (laughs) Yeah, so Story (laughs) is like S-T-O-R-Y, which is the original show, and the new show is S-T-O-R-I-E-S. I hope that wasn't too much English for you, but... I know. See, I, I know. Maybe it is too much English. I don't even know who uh, Emily Dickinson is, so maybe it is too much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You got to brush up on your English. I, I do. English. I do got to brush up on my ask, English. Ask your dad. Like, I do got to What's the difference between dad. story and stories? Like, <laughs> I, I, oh, oh, is it stories singular or stories plural? I don't even know. Like, what do I know? Yeah, but it, it's spelled stories because it's different stories every episode instead of every season. But the, I love the original show. I'm, I'm still watching it. Um, it's it's super stylish. Ryan Murphy is iconic. He has that distinct, like, campy B-movie style to his shows. And he has, like, a, he has, like, a dedicated cast and crew of, like, actors and directors and producers that he works with every season of American Horror Story. So in this new anthology series, he's gonna bring a lot of those people back, like Sarah Paulson, like, Kathy Bates, hopefully, like, you know... And his whole team is just going to create more content, more spooky stories, hopefully in 2021, hopefully in the in October. So, yeah, well, that sounds cool. I'm excited. And that nice. show is so big and that show is still going on and it's still it's renewed for uh, up until season 13 still. Wow. And who knows smokes. how long. It, yeah. Who knows how long it's going to keep going? 
So this new anthology series is just him playing around with the format and like telling bite-sized stories because uh, you know, I don't know if you know, but like his other shows like Glee, like um, his Netflix shows, they, they go on when they go on for like too long, he tends to run out of ideas. <laughs> and he tends to he tends to not know what to do with similar to like a Game of Thrones where like they kind of mess it up at the end. Yeah, they did mess uh, it up at the end. I'm still upset yeah, about it. Yeah, so that he does that with a lot of his shows, even American Horror Story by the end of the season. So this will allow him to like tell singular stories per episode. Because hmm. I think he's better at that than telling a whole season. So Ah, oh, smart. Yeah. I'm an aspiring showrunner, that's how I know all these uh names and these people and these creators. Nice. Well, maybe to. one day, DQ, you're gonna be you're gonna come up with the next American horror stories. You'll do Canadian horror stories. Canadian? No, no I'm not doing that. I don't know if what I have the mean? rights to There's that. There's a market for it, DQ. There's a market for it. Are moose? you sure? Haunted, haunted I don't moose? Steal... Ghost moose? I don't want to. I don't want to steal his story. I don't want to steal his idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your next anticipated show? My next most anticipated show, and my final one on my list, is the Book of Boba Fett the Star Wars show that was coming after The Mandalorian Season 2. Yes, so me and CQ I'm excited about that. are going to do a Mandalorian episode. Um, but the book of Boba Fett is Boba Fett's own television series. And I am super mm. excited. Boba Fett's a really cool character. And without spoiling too much about, uh, about uh, what's it called? About the show. Um, well, I guess now that it's the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, Boba Fett's in Star Wars now. Um... And he's getting his own show. He was iconic back in like the what back was in it? the original the, movies. Yeah, he was a huge trilogy. character yeah. until he they, until rise. You know what's the movie called? Return of the Jedi happened, and then he fell into the Sarlacc pit. He, he fell into the pit, and he then fell he into the pit, essentially he, died. But, but then, no, he doesn't die. He's alive. He doesn't, he doesn't die. He's alive. They're making a show about him, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. He's a super cool character. The Mandalorians are really cool. The show makes him really, really cool. And Boba Fett's a pretty iconic character, so I'm glad he's coming back into the spotlight. Anyway, but that is it for our first episode of season two. This is we have been, a good mix of shows here. We got a good mix of shows. A lot of these shows we're gonna try and do episodes on. Um, mm-hmm. It's really, it's really good to be back. Um, we know. For everyone that the, this this last while has been pretty hard we're hoping that we can uh, give you some joy in your day and uh this has just been an awesome thing to do with uh with your dq i've been having an mm-hmm. absolute blast and i'm really really excited for season two yes and i'm excited for our next episode which we sort of hinted at yeah we, we also, did hint at we did we're also at changing it. up the format a little bit so like it's not just gonna be maybe it's not just gonna be one at one show no it will yeah. be a few shows per episode maybe it'll be a few maybe interconnected with each other like mm-hmm. hint hint yeah, yeah it's uh we're gonna do some experimenting this season to try and spice some things up but yeah. uh, me and DQ are really excited. Next episode, though, will be yeah. very, very interesting because I know hopefully, exactly what we're we going to talk about. Yeah. Oh, hopefully, man. we get to talk about. Hopefully, we get to put this all on YouTube too. That's another thing that we're supposed to do. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But life so, has been rough. So yes, like, absolutely. It has not happened yet, but it will happen soon. Don't worry. Yeah, we're going to try and start posting some of our recordings on YouTube so you all yeah. can see our faces and see what we're talking about. And, and have uh, little clips and stuff like that. Start up a YouTube channel. Let's just be creative together, guys. It's yeah. the year to be creative. Absolutely. This is the time to uh, start flexing your creative talents. We, mm-hmm. we know that it's hard staying home. So try and find something that you love to do. And right now, me mm-hmm. and DQ found uh, found this podcast, and we're having a ton of fun. Anyway. But that is it. Yeah, that's it for us. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. And have a wonderful, wonderful 
rest of your week. Take care, everybody. Thank you. Bye.